We're here for it. And we're, tonight's show is going to be all about her and what she's up to because I think we need to talk more in depth about it because I dove into it today and the level of awesomeness that it was um, kind did of blew my mind a little bit. The clickable ship? <laughs> no, well, no. Well, I did. I went, I, I watched your YouTube videos and then I did go to unclothed.com and found you there. So I did. I, I dove into some of the stuff and this is what we're going to talk about tonight after we say our hello. So Purple Princess, welcome to the live. It's good to see you and Scott and Lily's Flowers and Scott again and Raysa and Sonia's in the house up there. And I saw a bunch of other people in here too. Who is here first? Little Wolf, I saw you in here. Alex, I saw you. Uh, Lori, thank you so much for joining the membership club. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate your face. And same goes with Angie, who rejoined the membership club. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing what you can to help us keep the lights on. God knows right now it's a fucking struggle. I'm not even, I'm not even we're going to save that for a random Wednesday night because I am fired up, fired up about the economy. Uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by MrsRogersHood.com, where you can use Shipwreck 5 and get 5% off of your very own worm tincture kit. Because if you walk around barefoot, I'm told, outside at all, you probably have worms. Good luck. See ya. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, on that note. <laughs> on that note, go get your tincture kit. That's MrsRogersHood.com. Uh, and then Shipwreck 5 is what you put in the code at checkout. What up, Stormy? It's good to see you. Hello, hello. And Catherine, hello. It's good to see you. And Jen, hello. Good evening, you guys. Good evening. Becca, good evening. Hi. How are you? How are you? How are things? What's I'm, new? I'm good. You know, we had, you were talking about, you know, keeping the lights on. I was giggling because I was live. I can't remember if it was this morning. Was it this morning mm-hmm. or yesterday morning? Okay. Uh, we had a whole power surge. Like everything like turned off, turned back on, turned off, turned back on again. It was interesting. So it was just. Yeah, we got power surges happening, and my internet's out. We're back on the bougie box tonight. A Johnson is working really well, though. Oh, well, that's good. We're not going to talk about it anymore so that it stays working. <laughs> Just we're going to knock on wood and leave it. Yeah, alone. knock on whatever we got here. She lost her power yesterday. Really? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it was like a power. Sur- it was yesterday. I can't remember. Everything blurs together into it's a twilight zone here. We're just catching chickens and knocking trees. Lost- Dirty Dan destroyed my fireplace. Jeepers. We lost power a couple days ago. Uh, we blew a transformer though, which happens fairly oh. often here in Cowtown. I don't know why, but it does. And then right after that, I got a text message that our school went on lockdown. It's like, what? Somebody robbed a motherfucking bank here in Cowtown. They robbed a bank in Cowtown. That, that was like, that was like so 15 years ago that we were robbing banks. That's what I'm saying. That's, that was my first thought. I'm like, what you, did you write off on your, your thoroughbred? ski mask <laughs> giddy up what the fuck like ain't they banks ain't got no money like it's all digital now they robbed the bank over there by the gas station 
they put the school on lockdown just in case. But it's not, I guess, super unheard of here since we're right off uh, the interstate. I don't know. I was kind of astounded. Like, if I were going to rob a bank, this would not be the town that I would do it in. There's only 1,200 people here. I, why would you do that? I don't have answers for you on that one, Ship. Yeah. Some questions, you know, you just don't want to know the answers, too. Yeah. Bad decisions people. all the way around from the, from people. the town. <laughs> people Great. are fucking weird. Yeah, it was just misdirected. Why is Dirty Dan ripping out your fireplace? I'm just curious. He didn't rip out the fireplace. We had to drop a couple trees because we need firewood. And these trees were like dying and overhanging dangerously, apparently. I don't know. But apparently the only place that it could fall was on top of the one fire pit. We have two fire pits. We have the big monster oh, fire, fire pit. And then we have a little fire. Well, it's like in the ground, but there's cinder blocks, right? That like come okay. up. Yeah. I they're all toppled over now because the tree fell right on the right on the fire pit. And then he dragged it. So, yeah, it's just... <laughs> Because then you had to get it out of there. You couldn't yeah, just leave right. it. There. Yeah, you just set it on fire that way. I mean, we would have burned the tree, but all everything else would have gone with it. Uh, yeah, it's just. That's what's Fuck that fire pit. <laughs> when got Fuck water, it. I mean, you know, day in the life. It is. So tonight is Queen of the Flock's last uh, weekly show. We're going to kind of start getting away from the weekly shows. We're going to keep Bannon and Shannon uh, for a while because we've got content for days. But. We're, we're getting away from the, the weekly shows. We're going to focus more on the guests and we're going to work in some solo shows. So some things are going to be changing in the up and coming next few weeks, months. Um, and Becca's got, it's worked out perfectly because you have some pretty big shit going on. And I know we talked at high level about it before. And like I said earlier today, I dove into your, your YouTube. And if you guys have not checked out Becca's YouTube channel, please go do so. I would say it's listed in the channels that we love, but I took those down because some assholes were going after people that I was working with. And so I took them down um, and basically hit everything. Uh, fire pits need lights, need anti-person. Thank you so much, JH. That we love your face. Um, but you can find her. It's just listen. Isn't that what you called it now? Yeah. Now, what made you come up with the name Just Listen? I know we had it something else at one point, and then you just took it and ran with it like a camp. And that's just a okay. lot. That is, it's a mouthful, right? Yeah, it's a mouthful. And I kind of wanted because you know, we are on the internet world. I mean, not that it's hard to find my information or my name or anything. I just wanted to take I wanted to take that part out of it because it doesn't matter who it's with, it doesn't matter who's reading it. You just need to listen. And this kind of stemmed from so okay, I gotta hold on, we gotta play checkers here. We gotta go back a couple spaces. So this originally started um back in the garage days. You remember those days? All the way back in the garage days. I would play Alan Watts and his voice is just phenomenal. And the things that he says, and this kind of like inspired all of this. So I used to play Alan Watts in like the beginning of my live. And then like at the end of my live, it'd be like a two or three minute little snippet. Right. Okay. And I kind of got away from doing that when the move happened and everything else kind of took over. And I brought it back after I got banned because all of these trolls started flooding my TikTok as soon as I would open up. So I was like, well, fuck it. We're just going to sit here and listen to Alan Watts then. Right. Gonna, Maybe you'll learn something. Yeah, say shit. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now it's just a thing. Like every live I start out with Alan Watts and some of them are longer than others. Sometimes we repeat them because it always hits different. Sometimes it's not Alan Watts. Sometimes it's just different motivational speakers. So that's also in the clickables. If you go to the clickables in the link forest, there's a whole section of playlists. Like I have the short shit show playlist. It's a lot of Tom McDonald. Um, I have the, uh, the meditation and motivations and I have like a lo-fi and uh, happy beats, something like okay. that. But yeah, so 
it kind of started with that. And it was like, just listen, like all you need to do is listen. You don't need to comment. You don't need to tell me that my hair looks stupid. You don't need to ask if I've showered in four days. You don't need to see pictures of my feet. Just fucking listen. So that kind of folded over. Into, <laughs> oh my God. The comments I get in my, in my live is just phenomenal. We just sit there and watch, grab our popcorn. We're all set. So heat thing. People are weird about that. I, don't get the I was thinking thing, about, but... you know what I was thinking about doing is getting a pedicure and taking pictures. And then if they really wanted to, I was going to put a little extra thing right by me a coffee, five bucks. I'll email you a picture of my feet. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like I brought this up to Mr. Shepard. I'm like, listen, I got homeboy in here offering me $500 for a picture of my feet. He's like, well, you better get a pedicure first. And I'm like, fuck, come on. I got morals. It was like 500 bucks. That's like a car payment. I was like, well, yeah. So easy girl. Did you hear about the girl that sells farts? No. Oh my God. Okay. So she like, oh my God. She, this is a brilliant business idea because men are weird. And so she documents everything that she eats, all of this like high dairy and like gassy beans and shit like that. And then she'll fart in jars and she adds like a rose petal to like keep the scent stuck on something and like hand signs a note and then like sends it off. I'm like, dirty dad, you don't understand the opportunity we are missing out on here. We could bottle your farts. I'll sign the note. They'll be none the wiser. We can make millions. You know, yeah. you know. Okay, listen, there's no need for a college education anymore. If like you got something and you can sell it, people are gonna buy it. I have, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna sell my farts. That's no no no, they're not my farts. I got a dog that's he does it enough. That's what I'm saying. I got this dog that'll do it. Yeah, see? No one'll be the wiser. They wouldn't know. People are what is this? What is yo? I saw a lady send off chewed up cookies. People just buy fucking anything. Like, I mean, why? No, think about it though. This all started back with celebrities. So people would be buying like Elvis's used fucking Kleenex and shit. That's this isn't true. nothing new. It's That's just true. Like, That's true. Fucking pretty girls off the internet now. <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I, and I, man, and I have been pushing for a year and a half to get 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Like I can't. Farts in your feet pictures. I apparently do. Like maybe I should do a live once a week where we just sit here and, and just picture it up with your toes. I mean, you got a business plan right there. I can't, <laughs> I can't. I feel like that's a short term income. I don't feel like that could be a long term income. I feel like, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I don't know anything. I, anyway, what the hell were we talking about? I can't with the glass. I can't with the jars of glass. We were talking about Alan Watts and meditation. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So nowhere on the map does it, it talk so about farts and jars. Ship. It was the troll. That's how I get rid of the trolls in my life anyway. And then we went off on the feet comment pictures. It doesn't matter. But so that's how we got there. Alan Watts. And that kind of inspired because I even have a note that says shush. Alan Watts and it's written backwards and so that it's up the right way on TikTok so that people can read it because people can't read backwards and uh so yeah it's just listen that's how we got there that was that whole story <laughs> we came back around <laughs> okay well good that's great I don't know where to go from here um <laughs> So you click the clickables, you watch the, yeah, YouTube. you click the clickables, watch the YouTube videos and they are good. Like I, I watched a bunch of them today that you've done the newer ones that I had not seen yet. And, uh, you do good. They're, they're short. They're to the point. They're very, um, 
authentic, I think is the best word that I can come up. They're very authentic. Does that make I, sense? It's very you. I appreciate that because there's been, you know, there's like, you know, when you're recording readings and you like, you stumble a word or, you know, you oh fuck, I don't know how the hell to pronounce this name that I've never seen before in my life. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you have to redo, you want to redo it because people are going to come after you on the internet because you didn't say whoever's name correctly because it's in another fucking language that you've never heard. And I was going to go back and edit them and redo them and like make them perfect. And I said, fuck it. That's a lot of energy. And people like, they like the authenticity of it. They like the fact that it's just, it just flows. I do one take. That's it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't do anything more than that because I feel like this is all about intent. And, and I, I treat this very differently than I do the other stuff that I do. So, and it's proven to work. Did you see the card that I pulled the last one? Woo! Synchronicities out there. Wazoo. Is it getting easier for you to record these in front of a camera and not being live? Um, I still struggle with that. I've been doing them live. So yes. Oh, you were doing the ones that you posted. You did live. Yeah. They were live readings, but I don't talk to anybody. I just kind of like, I read like people are there and then I end it and we go, we don't, there's like no side conversation. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I love them. Cause it's real. That's what I'm saying. I used to do that with TikToks. Like if I couldn't, that's why I spent two days saying, um, gig, giggle more giggle. <laughs> it's Gilgamesh. It's Gilgamesh, but I called him Gigglemesh for about two days. You know what? I'm not even going to fix it. Like, you get what I'm fucking saying. And if yeah. you don't, too bad. Like, yeah. you just don't get it then. Sometimes we just skip words all together. Like, if I can't figure it out, we just move right along. We're not even going to, we're not going to spend each people don't, message. People don't even notice either. Do you have, have you ever done those like reading puzzles where they will like intentionally take certain words out of the sentence, but you can still read the sentence as if the word was in there? Yeah. Like, people's brains, like, or they have the double words and you don't even notice it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Stop fixing your TikToks. It's fine, guys. Where's the flactionary? The flactionary. So the flactionary is is been put on the back burner because I am currently working on, with the help of Amy, um, we are currently working on Flockopedia 2.0 because somebody went after my Flockopedia and all of my research went down on Linktree. So that was fun. They uh, reported it or what? Yeah, like it got banned. My link, this was a while ago. My link tree, the second one with, that's why it's called the link forest. But I had a second one with all sorts of research organized. How long that takes to drag those fuckers down? Oh, it's a bitch. I do. Um, so I had like fucking probably 70 tabs of research in a link tree. They And that one's been up for like two years. So someone, that was a, that was a personal attack. So we're making it better. Um, And it's all 800 points off the map. And, and how do you order and all how do you how do you report Linktree? I don't know like, how this happened. Do you know who did it? Nope. I mean, I have suspicions, but it doesn't matter. I'm it's yeah, the, the invitation to make it better anyway and do the thing that I've always wanted to do. So that's kind of how we felt about this last ban. Like people were like, yeah, that's what you get for fucking. And I'm like, you know, man, you don't even know what you just did. Yeah. Because I literally needed this two weeks off to really just kind of sit with this and start thinking about where I was going to be heading with this and, and to get Twitch figured out for sure. Like a hundred percent. So I get what you're saying when it comes to the bands, like it gives you an opportunity to reflect and redo things and realign with what you're supposed to be doing and who you're supposed to be doing with. And it's, it was interesting. That is crazy though. That is, that is nuts. Like Linktree. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and my link tree. And, and, and the thing Fuck is, like, link tree. 
with that for like two almost two years. Like so it's not and I didn't like update it. I'd always been meaning to update it and I hated updating it because you had to drag the fucking things down individually and it was a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. So all they did was give me the invitation and the fuel to just, okay, bet. I mean, that's what it turned into. That's how my whole entire life has been. Right. It okay, sucks right yeah. at first though. Like I got, we, we get our feelings at first. Cause oh, at first you're just like, I definitely cried over that one because that was a lot yeah. of time and effort. Yeah. I, I definitely shed some tears, but then I don't know. I got over it. I was like, whatever, fine. And then we took off on, on Twitch and it was fine. And I don't know. Good evening. Hello. Hello, Stone Bryson. It's good to see you. Okay. So, but now you're building, you're building this, the, the Flacopedia, you're going to have that built. And then you've got other things going to talk to me more about what you're doing with unclothed. Um, I can't think of her name now. Rachel. Rachel. Oh, I didn't know if that was her. Okay. Her Rachel. Yes. Oh my God. Mrs. B. We love your face. Thank you so much. Mrs. B. You're the shit. She's the shit. So she Rachel, follows me everywhere. I follow her too. Okay, go ahead, Rachel. Yes. Uh, Chris calls it bare naked. I'm like, no, sweetheart, it's the unclothed, but you get the so that's what he calls it. But with Rachel, so Rachel, Rachel and I kind of started following each other and we just like liked each other's content. She started like coming into my lives and it was always like this, oh my God, girl, we're exactly the same. Like you don't understand. I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Like I kind of just, you know, was in the chat with her. And right before Flockfest, she had sent me an email reaching out to me and this like whole thing, I was literally in tears reading it. I had to like stop and compose myself and then like read it again because it was a really great honor to have her reach out to me in this way that she wanted to give me a little section of her website and have my perspective and my ideas and like amplify the writings that I do and the readings and her background like meshes with my background. We are exactly the same people. We are both Virgo projectors. Like it's intense when we get together. It's a lot. Um, but it was such an honor to have her reach out. And then it was like, oh my God, no, it's an honor to have you. Oh my God, no, it's an honor to be asked. And it was just this back and forth thing. But that's kind of how it started. She she asked me because she liked my content and what I talked about and my perspective on things and the way that I'm able to look at something and then give a completely different spin on it that somebody hasn't particularly thought of yet. So what is this going to look like for you on her website? Like, are you going to be, are you going to be selling your stuff or is it going to be like available? Like if you wrote like a bunch of your writings into a book, I don't want to call it like a book, but like, would they be able to purchase it or would they be able to purchase like epitaphs of your writing? Yeah. Um, all of that we're going to do all of it. Yeah. It's going to lead into, um, like a digital download or like individual, like Yes. prints that you could download of it and then i actually i started printing them out and i have some inspiration of other writers that i go along with and <laughs> thanks james and uh kind of compile a book of them so i don't know if you if you looked at the writings i kind of write and then i throw some illustration on it that i feel like that's kind of where i was at with things in that moment mm-hmm. thank you thank you cat well, that's what makes it so your writings, I think, so authentic. And this is you talk an awful lot about um, and his name is evading me, Alan Watts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I like Alan Watts. I listen to Alan Watts a lot. I have a handful of, of motivational. Actually, I've got a lot of motivational people and, and different writers and stuff that I listen to because they make me feel better. And this is why I, I, I resonate with your readings and your, your writing so much because it's just, it gives you that air of authenticity. Like you're not trying to be somebody else. 
it's coming from in here. It's coming from the, the current and present mood that you're in. And I think that's huge. I think that more people need that, especially as we're leaving kind of the mainstream idea when it comes to authors, because anybody can go out and be an author now, whether you're a good one or not is, is up for debate, right? But anybody can go and have a book published on Amazon. Anybody can go and, and do this kind of thing. And so really now it's going to be, it's not necessarily you being um, like having a manager going on a book tour. It's right. going to be how well can you actually do the job? Like, and I think more and more people are going to resonate that. And this is why I always saw such a bright future with you in this, because you have that little, that spark, like you people buy into you, they buy into your authenticity. And I think that's going to skyrocket you to this next level of authors of, you know, poetry writers of that whole thing. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. I'm feeling very I, nice I, tonight. I know. I'm, I don't know God. how to handle this. <laughs> don't fucking cry. God I'm dang. Not, I'm not crying. <laughs> and, you know, <sighs> that kind of leads into and the last show that we did with that whole writing thing. It really, and I know you and I had a kind of a side conversation about that. It really sparked this whole part of this transition that's happening, which also ties into the thing that I'm doing with Rachel on the unclothed. And when I come back from this trip, we're going to start doing some classes on lives and some, like, if you want to do like some advanced stuff, like there's going to be options for that and to like have conversations and bounce ideas off and kind of take that creative approach and break down those boundaries and remove yourself from this ideal of what it's supposed to be so that not only can you work on expanding your mind and breaking away from those boundaries, but then it's also going to help you in your shadow work. It's going to help you understand your emotions and break that down. Like it's, it's incredibly therapeutic on just a lot of levels. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. It's purple very princess. dry here right now. It's very yeah. dry. So I'm, it's very dry. Purple princess. What's up? My favorite occult leaders. You two have given me so much pride in my Thank you so much, Purple Princess. Thank you for the $10. Thank you for helping us keep the lights on. Yes. We love your face. We love all your guys' faces, too. Like, none of this would be happening. I know she feels the same, too, when it comes to her I talk about crew. it all the time. No, Bryson, thank you so much. We we wouldn't be here. Like, she wouldn't be doing what she's doing. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And, and if it wasn't for you guys, like, if you didn't resonate with us, we didn't resonate with, you know, resonate with you. Uh, we wouldn't be here doing what we do. But this, again, kind of leads to where I think the future of these kind of things are. Even going back to your classes, the classes that you want to do. In, in the last live that we did, which was really inspiring, I wrote all kinds of shit. And I noticed and then I, TikToks, too. I did a couple TikToks on them, but then I wrote some other shit. And then it turned into more research, which is actually what I love to do. I love to do the motivational speaking stuff. But I love to look things up and connect dots and then put that out there too and see what other people think. And that's, so I wrote a lot of stuff about that, but it taught me to write it all down and to put my thoughts on a paper. And I never thought to do that before, but you taught, so you taught us that, that live. And what's interesting is that there was a time not so long ago where you had to be like college educated. You had to have courses, you had to have like a, a PhD or whatever, an MD behind your name before you could get up and teach anybody how to write anything. Right. And like I said, nowadays, it really is just about who the people connect with. You don't yeah. have to be a doctor to teach people how to do this. You just have to have experience and, and connect with people to tell them what, you know, how you do things. Are you in my yeah. head? Because this is what I'm struggling with is because I get in these, I get in these spirals where, fuck, I can't do this because I don't have fucking letters after my name. 
-hmm. You know what I mean? I dropped out of, yeah, I was an English major, but I dropped out of fucking college to go work on a farm in Alabama somewhere. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I made a decision, but it doesn't mean that I can't be self-taught. It doesn't mean that I can't still have a different perspective and look at things differently just because I don't have a piece of paper and letters after my name. And yo, that like, not (laughs) like that breakdown is tough. Thank you, Angie. It is. It's, um, this is one of the, I I don't want to call it a generational curse necessarily, but I guess maybe it kind of is. My old man was very much, if you weren't a doctor or you weren't a, then, you know, a specialist, then he wasn't going to listen to you. Right. Like, and that was kind of always had been his thing. And I think that was a boomer age thing. Like they always put these doctors and news broadcasters and authors, you know, authors of novels and movie stars, They were all put on these pedestals and I'm not blaming, I'm not coming at the boomer generation at all because it was designed that way. It was done that way on purpose. But now that we're coming into more of this new age of entertainment, this new age of learning and people are understanding specifically like people who are my age, your age, that who struggled in school are understanding they weren't dumb and they weren't problem children because they grew up to be very smart individuals. They just learn differently. Mm -hmm. And once they figure that out and I really do. I feel like this is going to be the future and of everything. We got these little, these young kids who are 18, 19 years old, making hundreds of thousands of dollars on Twitch, streaming their stupid video games, but it isn't even about the game. It's about their monologue. It's about their, their ability to vocalize exactly what's happening. It's about their ability to connect with the people in their chat and make kids from all around the world feel like they have a community, even when maybe, and they're just... They don't ever, they would, why would they go to college? Why would you give that up to go to, and I'm not knocking college education, but I'm saying that that whole, I, the idea that you have to go to college to be successful or you have is, is shot now. I, like you're, yeah. it's never going to come back. No, I literally went to college to appease my father. That's the only reason. That's, it's fine. I think it, you probably learned something, didn't you? I learned a lot of things I probably shouldn't have. I did take interesting classes though. Like I did, I took a lot of creative writing. I took a whole Shakespeare course. I took a course on cemeteries. Um, so I do know some interesting things about like, yeah, like gravestones fascinate me. Um, so we did like a whole tour of Mount Hope Cemetery in Rochester. And that was, it's it, like when you know the meaning behind like the statues and shit on headstones, it gives a whole nother, like the trees that are half cut off used to just the tree stumps. Those are children because their life got cut short. I didn't know that. Yeah. Those are all kids or young, young, young adults. Yeah. Do you follow that lady on the Tiki Talk that cleans the old headstones and then talks about the people that are buried there? Nicole, yeah. thank you so much. We love your face. It's yeah. gamers. A great example. Good masters. Don't use it. Yes, exactly. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're Hi, fine. Nicole. Um, yeah, I am also on rug cleaning talk too. That's very, I love rug cleaning talk. (laughs) I said like gravestones, but yeah, they fascinate me. Yeah. She's so she goes through, she cleans these old ass gravestones and then she tells the story of the people that are buried there. And she is, but again, that, but again, and she's gotta be making bank. She, I think she has a YouTube channel too. And she's got TikTok. She's got creative friends. She's getting tips. And all she does is clean headstones, but it isn't necessarily what she's doing. It's her ability to tell the story and then to connect with the people. And all she does, and back, way back when, you know, in the 90s, cleaning headstones would be considered like grunt work. Like you would be looked down on in society. And she is just she's got like 2 million, awesome, crazy ass number five. We're just over here breaking all sorts of shit. It's 
fan. I never thought of that though. Yeah, we are the awakening. I just made a fucking video about this today to handlebars. We are like, we are the new entertainment. We're the new news. We're the new, and we're doing it. Not that, and I hit somebody in my comment section now, where the fuck were you 30 years ago? We were already not listening to the media. Bro, just because I make content about it today didn't mean that I found out about it yesterday. Okay. It's not what that means. Mm -hmm. It's not what that means. And that um, that's what we're not going to do is we're not going to come at people just because they decided to wake up now versus 10 years ago. Yeah, I can't like, people all the fucking time for that. Knock it off. Oh my God. Knock it's so it off. Annoying. Just be in support. You agree with me. Be supportive. Stop being a dick. Yes. That's, oh, it always comes back to that. Don't be a dick. But Don't my point <laughs> is we're, we're able, just like you're saying, like we're able to connect with these people. We're able to bring all these people together and have all these different perspectives. And it's TikTok's like a giant fucking YouTube even. Twitch, all of it. It's like a giant house party. You don't like this room? All right, go to the next room. Somebody's making cups. Somebody's knitting a fucking weather blanket. Somebody's doing this. But it's that ability to not, to, to belong, right? To be accepted into something and to have that community in that group. And we're just doing it different. We're doing it better. I think, I think we're doing it. I think we're doing it better because you're yeah. breaking out of the indoctrination that was yeah. like, and the news, the media is the best example that I have of this is because that's kind of what we do. But the the media before all you had was the 10 o'clock news. All you mm -hmm. had was the 5 a.m. news. You didn't you couldn't. And this is where the Internet, I really believe, is a double edged sword. There's a lot of really bad shit that's wrong with the Internet. Right. There's the dark web. There's the child. Chat, there's a bunch of really online, bad online shit. But there's a good side to it, too. And one of the good sides is, is that you basically get to take information and decide for yourself if you've if you've gotten that far yet if you can remove the bias out of some of the bullshit but and you get to know you can google anything you can learn anything in a couple days if you want to learn how to if you want to learn how to write you can google okay i want to learn how to be a writer and you can find youtube videos and you can find articles and if you put the time and the energy in and this is something you really want to do you can go do it if you want to be a veterinarian you can Google, I want to be a veterinarian and it will break down the steps and the places you need to go to be a veterinarian and how much it's going to cost and where you can, I mean, the internet was just this massive, I think the internet was like the great awakening in itself because now again, like people realize that I, you know, I don't have to go to college to be a news broadcaster. I can go live on YouTube once a week and go through everything that happened and give my opinion and get other people's opinion and then dip. Leveling that playing field. Mm-hmm. That's crazy though. I never really ever really thought about that. This is just going to change the direction of up and coming generations yeah. forever. And provided homeschooling now too. You can you can go yep. and do a whole today we're going to have YouTube day and we're going to look up different stuff on YouTube. Oh my god, Shar and I do it. For sure. Shar and I do it. We learn about animals. We learn what sounds they make. You know what sound a giraffe makes? It's very weird. They don't have a lot of vocal cords. It's a whole weird thing. We didn't know what sound a giraffe makes. We had to turn to the YouTubes. <laughs> now you know. And now we know. It's very weird. I didn't know they I didn't know they made sounds at all. It's like a it's like a frequency that we can't hear and they can only hear it with themselves. So yeah, like giraffes actually like don't make a noise. But yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. See, that's more shit than I would have never known. Like, I never learned that in school. I don't know. Well, bears don't really fucking hibernate. That one, I was an embarrassing number of years old when I learned that. Bears don't hibernate? No. Do you remember learning in school that bears, like, went into a cave for six months and slept? Ate a whole bunch of food before? Oh, bears are going into hibernation. They're going to be hungry, right? No. Well, no, wait a minute. No. I watch a lot of, I watch a lot of, like, mountain men. And they talk about bear season, bears hibernating. Are you sure no. about this? 
yeah, but the de- but the definition of hibernation, right? I thought they like passed the fuck out for months at a time, just dead asleep. Okay. No, hibernation just is it's a change in their eating habits, it's a change in their metabolism, their cycle changes up. That's the hibernation. They don't go to sleep for months at a time, like I thought growing up somewhere along the line. And that quicksand would be a much bigger problem in my life. I thought quicksand would be a bigger, I thought I'd be offered a lot more drugs too than I am. Nobody's ever offered me cocaine. Not once. Not once. I mean, well, life. I mean, I've been offered drugs, but it wasn't at a, at a never mind. We're not getting okay. into that. You promised me we weren't going to talk about. I also, <laughs> I also thought, I also thought my house was going to burn down a lot more frequently. Oh yeah. Stop, stop and roll, right? You were going to be on yeah. fire. Like a lot. I'm surprised I've never been on fire one time. We went through like days of learning how to do that. Like I never understood that. I've never been on fire one time. But you know what? You know what? I never was taught how to manage my credit. Fuck. I was 30 no. before I had to figure that out. Damn. I wasn't taught about taxes. I didn't know how, how to fill. How about how to fill out a W-2 form? Or why you have to fill out a W-2 form. And where does don't. it go? Yeah. The fact that you don't. I'm also, I'm taking this. That I'm. I don't know if I can talk about this on the internet. Am I allowed to say this? I, I'm it isn't about the election. Part- it doesn't matter. I don't. Think. I'm not participating in anything anymore. Like I'm not doing it. Your bullshit taxes, fucking debt bills, voting. I'm not doing it. I'm not playing the game. I refuse to participate because me participating acknowledges that it exists, and I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna go to the beach. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. I'm not gonna have to, but I am going to ask you a couple questions. About okay. that. Okay. So when it comes to, and I get the not participating, there are certain things that I don't participate in. Um, mm-hmm. Like I won't go back to Target ever yeah. because they made me wear a mask and then I, they kicked me out. So I'll never go back to Target. Uh, the taxes thing I still do participate in. But like when you're talking, like, and I want to talk about the voting specifically mm-hmm. because is the inflation hurting you and your family at all? Yeah. So then how do you change anything if you don't participate? I work on becoming self-sustainable and building my lifestyle where I don't need anything from outsourced government regulated whatever to survive. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. That's why I was just curious because I've heard a lot. Like everybody's over here, like arguing about the sides, and I'm over here learning how to be self-sustainable and sufficient, so that when everything fucking crash and burns, I'm not going to be affected. We're kind of in the middle of the crash and burn, yeah. (laughs) Right now, I was hoping you two would have this conversation. Well, it's just this is, and it all comes down to passion. I think to politics is something I'm passionate about. I understand that there's. I don't like the idea of the two sides. I don't like. I do like the idea of a hierarchy. There needs to be hierarchy to keep the chaos in a minimum. You need to have a hierarchy of things. The whole like Democrats and Republicans thing, that's just turned into a game at this point. And I understand that. Um, I do like to have the conversation. I am passionate about learning more about it. It does interest me because I do like history and a lot of our history has to do with politics. But I understand what Becca's been distorted due to politics also, though. Now, can I ask you? Right. But if you don't but if you don't learn that, then you can't change that in the future. That's how I always see that. So. So let me let me ask you this. If if there's a group of people over here that are playing Monopoly and they're cheating. Right. And they're breaking Mm -hmm. all the rules. And there's there's another group of people over here playing backgammon and they're playing it correctly. 
wouldn't you leave the Monopoly table of the cheaters and the people that are being assholes and go play backgammon with all the nice people? I just wouldn't play. No, I don't. I don't think I just I would be like, no, so, this is dumb. <laughs> I go play my own game. <laughs> right. So that's my. So, right. Yes. Sure. OK, good. You OK. So like, I get that. No, I, I get what you're saying. I do. I understand what you're saying. I understand the division that politics creates. So then would would it be fair to say then if we all just collectively like let's let's pretend can we play the what if game for a second i'm very good at this game what if everybody collectively just stopped well you're in a new system and a new and a new everything that isn't at all what this is it's just like getting it's just like getting banned and starting over and like creating this whole new project right without any of the skeleton of the old thing right because it's not gonna work we have to fresh sheet of paper i i would agree but the it's not right now it's not realistic that's that's what i because i used to kind of feel the same way I'm like maybe we're just not gonna play anymore we're just yeah. don't go vote don't pay your t- you know fuck it if we all now, if everybody as a collective decided that 2022 was the year we weren't going to pay fucking taxes, this yeah. was it. It's Do only it. going to take two people to pay their taxes to get the rest of us in fucking trouble, right? If we, I know. So it's not, it isn't realistic at this point. But the idea is to get people in those political seats because people have to pull, there has to be some kind of hierarchy. There, you've got to have some kind of hierarchy. It is the idea is to get people in those seats who actually want what's best for their people. And I, when I picture this, I picture of like a village, right? So you've got a village, you've got the head of the village, the whatever, whatever you want to call them, the guru, the shaman. Okay. They make the decisions in the best interest of the village. Okay. And then he's got his group of people that he consults with who are closer to the people in the village. Right. And so then they all talk and then, but the problem that we have and the reason the politics shit isn't working and probably hasn't worked for a long time is because our shaman is a greedy motherfucker who is not making decisions in the best interest of the people. But you get people to just stop participating. It's, I just don't think it's going to happen a lot of times. And this comes from, Trauma, I think I think a lot of poli- the political battles, like people who get really worked up about politics, I don't, I'm like, I can take it, I can leave it, it doesn't matter. I understand it's all just a game. But the people that get really worked up about politics have some mental health issues, in my opinion. Like, if you are that triggered by the President of the United States tweeting out fancy Nancy rather than Nancy Pelosi, or crazy Nancy rather than Nancy Pelosi, you got bigger problems going on than what he's tweeting out. Because if you're that easily triggered, you, you've got something else that you need to go deal with. And so this is why I don't think that whatever, that's just, it's just not realistic for that. The people they're going to need something to unite over. And that's going to be kind of another thing. So a lot of people will unite over, politics so then if we just stop playing so what do they unite over then love that's i mean there's if your only interests are politics then we just can't be friends um well that's what i'm saying like but you have people out there that are like that 
Well, yeah, but then that that's that opportunity to kind of maybe like take a step back. I don't know if they would and be like, wow, what am I? Like, who am I? I, I can't. I can't, I can't even get them to take their fucking masks off at this point. Right. So, so then I kind of lost my, I lost my question. Um, distracted me with the masks. Sorry. Sorry. Are you, are you the, y'all the urge to say something is so strong. Fucking create mayhem. Oh my God. I need bail money. Right. Um, with the politics and just separating from it though. Like it, it's, oh, there's my point. There it is. I found it. It's already happened with the media though. Aren't there branches of media closing because we no longer participate. So I just feel like until, but, until it gets answered. But they've been replaced. So that's going to be the big difference too. Right. It's not enough to just not participate. You have to replace it with something. Yeah. So if now, if I were to come to you and say, Hey, listen, I know you don't want to pay taxes anymore, but the area that you live in needs a new road. Would you be willing to pay this much a month over the next 12 months to get a new road going from your house into town? And you hate the fucking road too, right? So if you were given the choice to where your tax money went, would you be more open to paying it? Is there a sweat equity option? I don't know. Oh, for you to go down and do it yourself? Yeah, I'll go fix the road. For For the hell of it. Why not? But that's yeah. what I'm saying is, is there has to be some kind of replacement. There has to be some kind of hierarchy. Right. The one we have now isn't working. I think everybody is in agreement with that. Like it's, it should have just instead of working. It's a dumpster fire. But so far we haven't been able to come up with a better option. And we thought we did in 2016 to 2020, things seemed to get a lot better and they were trending up and then it crashed in 2020. So if I think you're right, but I think you would need to, you can't just dip out altogether um, because you're going to need to replace it with some kind of plan, idea, something. I love the idea of being able to say, you know, to get a list every year and saying, okay, here's how much you need to pay in taxes. Go ahead and pick what taxes you, you want your money going to. I think that's the coolest thing ever. I would go through and I'd be like, yeah, new road for our town, new school, new whatever. And then that's where they would go. But let's go fix all the roads. Let's do it. Pick them up by the bootstraps, Angie. I see this. Like, I see this going down. And so I feel like we got too big, right? We got too big. Got too too much, right? Like, there's all these people and all these populations. And there's, like, one person controlling an entire fucking state. I see it going. Like, not only do I see but it's not like that. A lot of people think it's like that, but it's not like that. You have one person controlling your town. Your town can push back on your state. Your town can push back on your county. Right. But I feel like it needs to go small. I feel like it needs to go smaller than that. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's going to be the, that's going to be the push. That's going to be the change. So you can focus on the politics and, oh, you're over here. You can focus on the politics and, and you can, you know, vote and and educate people on that. I'm going to be the weird one over here in the field learning how to plant potatoes and do that. And we're still going to, we're still going to love you. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just chasing chickens. I ain't got time to even figure out, is my truck even going to fit where I can vote? Like, I don't even know. I don't fit at the post office. So it's a struggle. I don't know. We'd have to disagree to disagree on that one. Cause I'm really hard pushed for people to go vote and we'll, and that's cool. I'll wave at you when I go by and vote. 
That's fine. You know what? Be like, give it to potato. I'll have to sell it out for me. <laughs> Chaotic says the people that run our country don't need a political party. They should be the most transparent people on the planet. Voted in as such politics is pointless, and this is strictly to divide. This is what I'm. This is what she's saying. And this yeah. is what I'm saying too. But you can't to to have everybody just quit playing would just create mass chaos, in my opinion. Because then you're talking about a breakdown in law enforcement. You're talking about a breakdown in everything. You have to replace it with something. And I think that's where that's where the do it like I'll go first and then. (laughs) Well, and you can gravitate to it. But then again, you are going to need something, though. You are going to need a hierarchy of some point. I say the whole government needs to be wiped out. We need a president. We need a vice president. We need his cabinet to consult with. And then we need governors. And then everything else just gets smaller and smaller. So you need governors to run the state. You need mayors to run the towns. That's it. I don't know why we've got Congress. I, I, I understand what they tell us why we have Congress, but I don't see Congress doing a whole fuck of a lot of anything that the president of the United States couldn't be doing. Does that make sense? There's supposed to be checks and balances. No, I, I'm not seeing not any of that at all. I mean, it's not my... I just see it being making things more complicated so that people can't understand it so that people don't know what's going on. And that's a big problem in my opinion, but I am princess Becca queen. We have King Monroe. That's right. Give me some of your potatoes. None of the candidates here are worth voting for none. Yeah. So overturn the 17th amendment and everything changes. Well, we can like, talk. We'll talk about that later this week. I just, <laughs> I feel like people get stuck in between picking. Okay, well, like you know what Cindy just said, none of the candidates here are worth voting for. So what mm-hmm. do you go for the lesser of two evils at that point, which is the part of the cycle of the problem? And I right. feel like every every generation, every culture, every society needs this group of people that does break away, that does stand on their own because it, 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 it helps the growth of that political and societal ecosystem grow. But are you standing on your own realistically? I'm this working. is because I hear this a lot. And then I'm like, as you're on your phone, on a China app, on right. Instagram, you know, and I'm, I get which like there, right. I'm, I'm not walked away from, I've walked away from a lot of shit. I haven't, you know, I haven't walked away from all of it, but there and are things I did about that gradual yeah. step away, right? Like Correct. I'm, mm-hmm. listen, I don't buy eggs at the grocery store anymore. Okay. We don't right. have to do it. Right. That's like, good because they're six bucks. Six. I, right. But does six. That, so here's my question. This Son is what, this is what I said to, um, who was I talking to? Oh, my mother-in-law. She's like, oh yeah, now you're really saving on eggs. Am I though, Heidi? Am I? With the amount of time that, first of all, that I spend chasing that fucking rooster through the woods um and the amount of feed and the worms and the upkeep is it worth is it worth the six dollars that i'm spending on the store for eggs <laughs> we go through a lot we'll go through a carton of eggs maybe two a week we go through a lot of eggs here so yes in my opinion three dollars for a month's worth of chicken feed because that's how much it costs here at the bomb guards like three mo- three bucks you get a big bag chicken yes i think in my opinion but i it's just i don't want to it's just funny you know it's just I don't want to chase chickens that my opinion. Yeah. We're getting goats next. Goats is the next after the horses and then the goats. Fainting goats. Can someone tell Queen she needs to mod? Are you on TikTok? Yeah. I got mods on TikTok. They'll be fine. They got it. It's under control. No. Then people can just talk too. People can get over it. That's interesting. That's just where I'm that's my viewpoint on it. That's where I I'm get at. it. I'm just totally in my own little world. I don't even know who the fuck is. Honestly, like, I don't, 
I'm not even at that point to like pay attention to that shit to even know who the fuck to vote for. Honestly, to be 100% honest with you, I had to step away from all that politics shit. I had to for my own mental mm-hmm. health. It's not my that's not my cup of tea. I get it. And but that's I get what you're saying. I do. I don't agree with it, but I get it. I under cuz it gets to be a lot. And it's done that way by design. Again, this goes back to them overcomplicating things and them using big lawyer court words in order to explain different things. They do it on purpose so that people get overwhelmed, so that people stop trying, so that people only vote for the people that the headlines tell them to vote for. And this is the stigma, I guess, on on my side of things that we're trying to break is that you need to get out of the headlines. You need to stop voting for people just because certain people are telling you to vote for them and you need to go in and do the research and you need to figure out what matters to you. Like Mm -hmm. what, what is important to you? Like for me, it's medical freedom. That's huge for me. And that needs to stay. Mm -hmm. And understanding that the local elections are far more important than the federal ones, far more important than the federal ones, because here's kind of what happens. So if you don't go vote and if you don't do your research, if you don't pay attention, they're eventually going to slide in legislation where all that big garden and all those chickens you have all of a sudden has to be licensed through the state or they're going to confiscate it. And this is an actual thing that they're trying to do or were. I don't know if they did it or not. Thank you so much, Joan Bryson. Um, they wanted people to register their gardens through their counties so that the county could keep track of how much food they were growing. I don't remember what state that was. I'd have to look it up. Um this is why, as I get it, stay, you know, stay away. From, but at least with your local stuff, just keep an eye on it because you don't want them sliding some dumb shit in and then having a bunch of people show up to your house. Right. And fining you hundreds of thousands of dollars because you didn't know. And you'd have to go to that's court where, and you'd have to fight it and you'll lose. And that's where Jordy Dan steps in. And he will, <laughs> <laughs> he filters it very well for me. And he'll just give me like very high level things. And I'm, I'm okay with that. That's where, mm-hmm. that's, that's where our relationship. So you can take the role of educating people and filling them in. I'm going to, I'm going to fill in this section over here, right? I'm going to send them to me when you're done. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we're just, I will. everybody's got their spot. I will. I will. If anything happens in Kentucky, I'll tell you, be like, Hey man, this one dude, he's trying to slide in some fines. Right, man, right. You better get your chickens in fucking order because they are coming. Hey, get your chicken, get your chickens to the bunker real quick. They're coming. Like, that's the kind of thing that I need to know about. That's it. But this is, that's kind of the thing too, is, is you're not ever going to be fully stepped away because you're always going to have, you've got to pay taxes on your land. You have to. And there's, if you're not paying attention, if nobody around you is paying attention and they decide that, Hey, I don't like that. We're not making any money on these people because they're not buying from our grocery stores anymore. They will try to slide in legislation in order to tax what you're doing. And it's happened over the, it's happened for hundreds of years. It happened to the dairy farmers, right? used to be you could go milk your own cow and get your own milk well then they came in and said no you have to pasteurize your milk now and it has to go through the fda and it has to do this and it has to do that right and we're fining people you know hundreds of dollars for not doing it mm-hmm. so I, i'm cool step away i'm here for it i'll let you know if anything happens in kentucky <laughs> but just don't turn a complete blind eye to everything that's going on specifically where you live. And I don't care if you pay attention to the federal shit or not. I barely do unless I'm making fun of it. But like, I am, I am balls deep in my Iowa stuff. Like I want to know what's going on in my state, in my County. So just be careful with that. I'd, I'd hate to see something that dumb shit like that happen. And we didn't know anything about it. It's a dirty Dan job. Go dirty Dan. Dirty Dan. Dan, I'll get on it. It will be the diary of Anne Frank chicken style. It would be, it would be terrible. 
I'd be pissed. I'd be like, man, she had all them chickens. That's all right. There's a crawl space under my house. They can go live at the water park for a while. She had like the underground railroad with her fucking chickens at this point. And if all else fails, there's some secret hole across the way that goes somewhere from the time portal barn. I don't know where it goes yet, but there's a brick wall that somebody done mortared up. There is. Um, yeah, I read about this too. The Amish, there's some in Minnesota. They were trying to go after them too at one point out there in the Minnesotas. Um, the Amish, they were doing just fine, but even that they get regulated, everything gets regulated. If it starts to get too, if it starts making people too independent of the system, mm-hmm. they're going to come in and regulate it. And there's talks about them regulating, um, like your herbs and your supplements that you take, like your vitamin D's and shit like that. They want to regulate that. That shit you can buy over the counter right now. Like you can buy at Walmart, but they're going after, is it in Pennsylvania? Fucking A. Johnson. So what else? This is it. What do you want? Like, where do you want people to go? What do you want people to know? About what? (laughs) Am I going to make you cry? Dang. Uh, Maybe. Um, I mean, the, the short farms thing is, is going, we we're doing like, retreat. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I got blockers coming all the way through Thanksgiving. Um, very cool. Which kind of like all of this honestly has been tying together very nicely, like with the flock and with short farms and the horses come in and being able to do like spiritual retreats and go on this journey and bring, bring people along with me and, and, and sharing my journey hopefully it helps somebody else on theirs. And that's, that's why I do this. That's why I'm here doing a live. That's why I got the TikToks. That's why I'm doing this because I found, I found my purpose in this. And I joke that like, I'm the rescuer of all things. I do. I started rescuing animals from a long time ago. I used to foster kittens that were three days old and I'd wake up every two hours to feed them from a syringe to things. I rescue things. People just bring me things. I just end up with stuff. And then, and then people, because I do, and I have, and so that's, that's kind of what it's turning into. So yeah. And the, I mean, the, the clickables are always there and everything, everything goes to itself within there. Like you can't, can't get too lost. There's breadcrumbs, but as far as where we're at, we're still doing the here to chew bubble gum. Um, we come back November 6th. We took a two week break. Um, we're doing your show monthly. We're going to start doing mm-hmm. a flop Tuesday thing and just kind of like, uh, just like a fun every Tuesday night where I just have this time slot available where we'll do a class or we'll do a zoom or we'll be on your show or something like that. And then we do movie nights on Fridays and then the lives are going to start changing when I come back. Cause the horses will be here. So that'll be something exciting. And yeah, I think I was just checking the next time that we have you, we already have you scheduled for the 15th. And so yeah. that'll be plenty yeah. of time to have tons to talk about. With that, we are about six minutes to the hour. Do you have something you want to read for everybody before we call it a night? Or do you have something you want to go over? Do you want to pull a card? Or um, what I are can, you thinking? Yeah, I smash can, the like button, you guys. Dang. I Hit the click, like button. Click I the can, share link button, even if you don't share it anywhere. Right, just click it. Love your faces. Just click it. Click it all. Click, 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 click all of the things. Click it all. Did I read Take a Sip to you yet? Have I read this one? No, that's the one that I, isn't that the one you read on YouTube though, ain't it? It was, yeah, it is. Read that one. I liked that one. You guys listen up. Damn. So this one is, um, this is honestly about, about this journey. And I wrote this, um, 
shortly after we moved here and we figured out that we didn't actually have a well and um, we thought we had a well we didn't have a well it's just a hole in the ground that we filled a cistern that's right um, i remember that yeah we like ran out of water we didn't have any internet like we had nothing like talk about stepping away from society we did we were we were thrown into it uh we lost power for a short period of time at that point too like it was just everything just failed miserably so this is called take a step maybe the universe is no longer testing you and it's really just giving you an opportunity to stand true in what you say you are. What if in these moments, when the universe decides to take an abrupt left turn or all of a sudden yanks the rug out from underneath you, what if it's the slap in the face needed to get real present, an invitation to get lost in gratitude? Maybe the universe is giving you perspective to see yourself for how truly powerful you really are. Maybe the universe isn't testing you, but rather gifting you confirmation of what truly matters. This move, this property, this lifestyle, it's all been such an amazing, powerful, beautiful, terrible, unexpected planned journey. And I wouldn't have it any other way because I can see the lessons, I can see the opportunities and I can see the growth that's already happened. I've been without so many things and had to adjust accordingly. And even when it feels like the tests are getting impossible, I know that my skills are improving. I know that I'm learning and growing. And I know that as difficult as it gets sometimes, I just get that much stronger that much more confident, that much wiser, and that much more grateful. There's duality in all of it, good and bad, dark and light, yin and yang. But it all goes back to that old saying, which wolf wins the battle, the one you feed. Our ancestors, our elders, our guides were right about so many things. It's time to listen, to separate from the material reality, focus on what truly matters, find gratitude in things that you do have, and stop manifesting the negative and the have-nots by constantly complaining about them. Speak what you seek until you seek what you speak. Transmutation time. Way too much energy is wasted on things that don't matter. Take each sip of water as though it could be your last. See, that's beautiful, and that's a perfect way to end this, you guys. Becca, thank you so much for coming on, you guys. Thank you so much for being out here tonight. We love your faces. Today's Tuesday, meaning tomorrow's Wednesday, and so we've got conspiracy realist tomorrow we're going to follow up with her on we want the names rally that they did out in washington dc so make sure you guys tune in for that that's going to be at 8 p.m central standard time with that we love your faces keep her moving take it easy tell your mom i says hi and watch out for deer bye guys mm -hmm.